Today is August the 14th. Today, we see details of the fall of Jerusalem. Reading through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read Jeremiah chapters 40 to 42. Here in uh, Jeremiah 40, we uh, see Jeremiah is released. Now, Babylon has captured Jerusalem. Um, the, the, king has, uh, the, the king of Babylon has made Gedaliah governor over uh, all, of, all of Judah. Uh, he releases Jeremiah. Uh, one, of his, one of his people come to Jeremiah, release him from prison, and they say, uh, if you want to go to Babylon, you'll be treated well. You'll be well cared for, well taken care of. Well, Jeremiah, even though he gave a message that talked about Babylon's uh, destruction, impending destruction of Jerusalem, Jeremiah was no fan of Babylon. So he stayed in Judah. Besides, he had a job to do. Uh, the end of chapter 40 and in chapter 41, we see Gedaliah is murdered. His assassin is named. Uh, the plot is actually mentioned in chapter 40. Uh, the plot is discovered. They go to Gedaliah. Gedaliah refuses to believe. He says, oh, no, no, no. Johanan would never do that, but he does. In chapter 41, Gedaliah is killed. The assassins flee to Ammon. And Gedaliah's bodyguards, they're called in the New Living Translation, guerrilla leaders. They're actually his bodyguards. They make plans to flee to Egypt. But in chapter 42, they stop and they talk to Jeremiah, saying, Jeremiah, should we go to Egypt or should we stay in Judah? Jeremiah tells them, stay in Judah. The Lord wants you to stay in Judah. We'll see tomorrow what happens. For now, enjoy reading Jeremiah 40 to 42. Jeremiah 40. The Lord gave a message to Jeremiah after Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, had released him at Ramah. He had found Jeremiah bound in chains among all the other captives of Jerusalem and Judah who were being sent to exile in Babylon. The captain of the guard called for Jeremiah and said, The Lord your God has brought this disaster on this land, just as he said he would, for these people have sinned against the Lord and disobeyed him. That is why it happened. But I am going to take off your chains and let you go. If you want to come with me to Babylon, you are welcome. I will see that you are well cared for. But if you don't want to come, you may stay here. The whole land is before you. Go wherever you like. If you decide to stay, then return to Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, and grandson of Shaphath. He has been appointed governor of Judah by the king of Babylon. Stay there with the people he rules. But it's up to you. Go wherever you like. Then Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, gave Jeremiah some food and money and let him go. So Jeremiah returned to Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, at Mizpah, 
and he lived in Judah with the few who were still left in the land. The leaders of the Judean military group in the countryside heard that the king of Babylon had appointed Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, as governor over the poor people who were left behind in Judah, the men, women, and children who hadn't been exiled to Babylon. So they went to see Gedaliah at Mizpah. These included Ishmael, son of Nathaniah, Johanan and Jonathan, sons of Koreah, Tireah, son of Tanameth, the sons of Ephi, the Netophathite, Jezaniah, son of the Maacathite, and all their men. Gedaliah vowed to them that the Babylonians meant them no harm. Don't be afraid to serve them. Live in the land and serve the king of Babylon, and all will go well for you, he promised. As for me, I will stay at Mizpah to represent you before the Babylonians who come to meet with us. Settle in the towns you have taken and live off the land. Harvest the grapes and summer fruits and olives and store them away. When the Judeans of Moab, Ammon, Edom, and the other nearby countries heard that the king of Babylon had left a few people in Judah, and that Gadaliah was the governor, they began to return to Judah from the places which they had fled. They stopped at Mizpah to meet with Gadaliah, and then went into the Judean countryside to gather a great harvest of grapes and other crops. Soon after this, Johanan, son of Korea, and the other military leaders came to Gadaliah at Mizpah. They said to him, Did you know that Baalis, king of Ammon, has sent Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, to assassinate you? But Gadaliah refused to believe them. Later, Johanan had a private conference with Gadaliah and volunteered to kill Ishmael secretly. Why should we let him come and murder you? Johanan asked. What will happen then to the Judeans who have returned? Why should the few of us who are still left be scattered and lost? But Gadaliah said to Johanan, I forbid you to do any such thing. You are lying about Ishmael. But in mid-autumn of that year, Ishmael, son of Nathaniah and grandson of Elishama, who was a member of the royal family, had been one of the king's high officials, went to Mizpah with ten men to greet Gedaliah. While they were meeting together, Ishmael and his ten men suddenly jumped up, drew their swords, and killed Gedaliah, whom the king of Babylon had appointed governor. Ishmael also killed all the Judeans and the Babylonian soldiers who were with Gedaliah at Mizpah. The next day, before anyone heard about Gedaliah's murder, eighty men arrived from Shechem, Shiloh, and Samaria to worship at the temple of the Lord. They had shaved off their beards, torn their clothes, and cut themselves, and had brought along grain offerings and frankincense. Ishmael left Mizpah to meet them, weeping as he went. When he reached them, he said, "'Oh, come and see what has happened to Gedaliah!' But as soon as they were all inside the town, Ishmael and his men killed all but ten of them and threw their bodies into a cistern. The other ten men had talked Ishmael into letting them go by promising to bring him their stores of wheat, barley, olive oil, and honey that they had hidden away. The cistern where Ishmael dumped the bodies of the men he murdered was a large one, dug by King Asa when he fortified Mizpah to protect himself from King Basha of Israel. Ishmael, son of Nathaniah, filled it with corpses. Then Ishmael made captives of the king's daughters and the other people who had been left under Gedaliah's care in Mizpah by Nebuchadnezzar, the captain of the guard. Taking them with him, he started back towards the land of Ammon. But when Johanan, son of Korea, and the other military leaders heard about Ishmael's crimes, they took all their men and set out to stop him. They caught up with him at the large pool near Gibeon. The people Ishmael had captured shouted for joy when they saw Johanan and the other 
other military leaders, and all the captives from Mizpah escaped and began to help Johanan. Meanwhile, Ishmael and eight of his men escaped from Johanan into the land of Ammon. Then Johanan, son of Korea, and the other military leaders took all the people they had rescued from Gibeon, the soldiers, women, children, and court officials whom Ishmael had captured after he killed Gedaliah. They took them all to the village of Girath Kimham near Bethlehem, where they prepared to leave for Egypt. They were afraid of what the Babylonians would do when they heard that Ishmael had killed Gedaliah, the governor appointed by the Babylonian king. Jeremiah 42. Then all the military leaders, including Johanan son of Korea and Jezaniah son of Hoshea, and all the people, from the least to the greatest, approached Jeremiah the prophet. They said, Please pray to the Lord your God for us. As you can see, we are only a tiny remnant compared to what we were before. Pray that the Lord your God will show us what to do and where to go. All right, Jeremiah replied, I will pray to the Lord your God, as you have asked, and I will tell you everything he says. I will hide nothing from you. Then they said to Jeremiah, May the Lord your God be a faithful witness against us if we refuse to obey whatever he tells us to do. Whether or not we like it, we will obey the Lord our God, whom we are sending you with our plea. For if we obey him, everything will turn out well for us. Ten days later the Lord gave his reply to Jeremiah, so he called Johanan, son of Korea, and the other military leaders, and for all the people, from the least to the greatest. He said to them, You sent me to the Lord, the God of Israel, with your request, and this is his reply. Stay here in this land. If you do, I will build you up and not tear you down. I will plant you and not uproot you, for I am sorry about all the punishment I have had to bring upon you. Do not fear the king of Babylon any more, says the Lord, for I am with you and will save you and rescue you from his power. I will be merciful to you by making him kind, so he will let you stay here in your land. But if you refuse to obey the Lord your God, and if you say, We will not stay here, instead we will go to Egypt where we will be free from war, the call to arms and hunger, then hear the Lord's message to the remnant of Judah. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. If you are determined to go to Egypt and live there, the very war and famine you fear will catch up to you. You will die there. This is the fate awaiting every one of you who insist on going to live in Egypt. Yes, you will die from war, famine, and disease. None of you will escape the disaster I will bring upon you there. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. Just as my anger and fury have been poured out on the people of Jerusalem, then they will be poured out on you when you enter Egypt. You will be an object of damnation, horror, cursing, and mockery, and you will never see your homeland again. Listen, you remnant of Judah. The Lord has told you, do not go to Egypt. Do not forget this warning I have given you today. For you were not being honest when you sent me to pray to the Lord your God for you. You said, just tell us what the Lord our God says, and we will do it. And today I have told you exactly what he said. But you will not obey the Lord your God any better than you have in the past. So you can be sure that you will die from war, famine, and disease in Egypt, where you insist on going. Scripture Reading by Emily Herrera Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com Tomorrow, we'll see what happened 
after the bodyguards were told to stay in Judah. 